Yeah, Carl asked me uh, at the casino. He's like, I'm taking my family up to Atlantic City. What should we do? And you were like, ditch them in the room and gamble? Howdy, it's Monday, November 26th, 2018, and this is episode 86 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? Happy to be here. A little bit of a delayed episode 86. We do have some importance of the number 86, not the year 86, because not much happened, but a couple things I found out. The pool at Harrah's holds 86,000 gallons of water. And the Bass Pro Shops is 86,000 square feet. The soon-to-be-closed pool at Harrah's for remodeling. Yeah. So I don't know if those those facts blew your mind. They did. That, was, that is why the people keep coming back and listening. Yeah. If anybody's still here, we yes. do have some stuff to talk about in the show. That and the fact that it's just more trouble than it's worth to delete us out of their podcast list. That's a good point. Yeah. That's really our savior. I've got several podcasts in my thing that I like that have not had a new episode in years. Like, well, but biggest, at that point, they're not, tripping. they're not really, uh, you <laughs> know, approaching clogging up anything. Story. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. We actually clog up the feed somewhat infrequently. Every, every couple of weeks, iTunes is like Atlantic City Story posted 46 new episodes. And I'm like, oh my God. I've just been missing all of them. They've been doing it this whole time. And then it's like just them. something happened with the feed where the yeah. feed totally refreshed and it's all the same episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Are we the only Atlantic City podcast? Probably not. But certainly Mel Taylor's podcast is still going right. And yeah, I don't know. So do you want to uh, update us on your Diamond Celebration status? A true saga that it has become my Diamond Celebration dinner. So I got an email... Uh, I think where I left off is I got an email from them saying, yeah, we'll put it on your card. And I was sort of debating whether or not to push back. Um, oh, I think I did send that email and then it had been nine days, right? Yep. In the last, so, so I gave it another day and then I was like, okay, I'm going to email again and just sent basically the same email, but just said, hey, can I just get reward credits? <laughs> I figured I'd just shoot my shot. Mm -hmm. And then pretty quickly I got an email back from a different rep saying, Hey, the guy you talked to is out of town, but uh, it's on there. Your $100 celebration dinner is on there. Uh, as for any other sort of reward credits or extending the deadline, we would have to see whether you use it or not and then take that into consideration hmm. after January 31st, but no guarantees. I think when he said he was out of town, I think that was like, you know, the, the computer system look that he gave you anything at all. And when the computer is very clearly like, we don't have to give this guy anything. So he's been like, oh, this was marked resolved in our system, sir. <laughs> so at that point, I felt like I was out of things to argue. Yeah. And I didn't really feel like pushing it anymore because I was like, yeah, you know, he's kind of saying like, well, your whole argument hinges on you might not be able to make it. And I'm taking that away from you. It, so. it was it was a good line of reasoning by that rep. He was more yeah. on his game than the last guy you talked to. Yeah, but he definitely said, like, it's going to be up to management at that time, so no guarantees. So which February 1st, you'll have to email them back? Yeah, unless I use it, which is On probably me. the smart thing to do. 
Nah. I'll go just by myself instead of using it on you. <laughs> I'll take the bus down. I'll go to Veracruz. You'll go to you Crafty go. Crab just to really, even though they don't even take it. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Buy a bunch of crab legs, dump them into the ocean, and then leave. Every, so I, you know, my daughter started watching some SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh-huh. And I can't hear the name Crafty Crab now without thinking Krusty Crab. From which is the restaurant that SpongeBob works uh, at? I, yeah, like I, I when you said Crafty Crab, I was like, is that the SpongeBob restaurant? That can't be the same thing. It's not quite the same thing. Anyways, that's my Diamond Celebration dinner update. I feel like I got the bare minimum, and that's okay, I guess. Look, looking for a reason to lose. Yeah, looking for a reason to give up. That's right. Uh, I think the 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 fight has just been delayed. Uh, do you have anything new on Macau? I know when we last talked, you had one yeah, room, one, room one night booked. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I think we've booked tentatively the first night, the Ritz-Carlton in Hong Kong, but that's also Ooh, with points, and I think it's very likely that we cancel that. So, uh, Your your plans are very uh, fungible, apparently. It's a lot of booking and changing and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's the nice thing about booking with points is that it can always be changed. So, we'll see. I don't know. We might do it. We might not. No other updates? No, no. No updates at all. Uh, So, I see you have trip plan update here. I've done nothing. I've booked nothing. (laughs) I've really just done absolutely nothing. Yeah. So, I don't really have any. I haven't booked a bus, but I'm just going to walk up and buy my ticket at the bus station. I don't think there's any reason to book ahead of time. Yeah. Um, So, I I don't really have much of an update. On that either. I don't, I don't know. Do we have anything to talk about? Have we decided <laughs> what we're going to... So you're definitely not going to use your celebration dinner on me? Yeah, I think I'm going to save it. You're going to try to go with your wife in January? Yeah. That's, All right. That's the goal. Go back to uh, Guy Fieri's. I know yes. you cannot get enough donkey sauce. That's true. I don't think there's actually donkey sauce on anything at the steakhouse. That can't be right. There must have been like a burger or something with donkey sauce yeah. on it. I'll have to investigate when I go back to use my diamond celebration dinner in January. <laughs> so that was, you know, a lot of really juicy updates was, full of content. Well, I, I've got I've got a couple more updates. So last week, I know it's talked about a lot that I have a lot of vacation time at work that expires on December 1st. So I took a few more days off. Uh, this was actually two weeks ago. This was the week before Thanksgiving. So I went to uh, MGM National Harbor uh, just for a couple hours and played a little bit of video poker, redeemed some free play that I had there, and played actual real poker for a couple hours. That's my my one update. I mean, nothing was very interesting. Uh, The poker experience was... It was crowded. It was crowded in in the poker room. Uh, I, I do have to say the one thing that I noticed that was definitely different was MGM is kind of 10 top poker tables which i think is the norm horseshoe is nine top and i just i think nine is like way more than 11 percent more pleasant than 10 yeah i agree like it makes it makes a big difference to have that little extra bit of space and to get the game moving like that little bit more quickly yeah i mean i never play poker but i agree i think you know six would be ideal but that's obviously like not gonna happen <laughs> that was my preferred online online you played at the six tables not the way back tables. in the day yeah. yeah so thoughts on mgm national harbor i know you've given some in the past but i've still never been 
Uh, I mean, it's nice, but it's just, I don't know. There's something about it. I don't like it. Do you, did it make you want to play poker in December in AC, or is that not mm. really how you want to spend your AC time? Yeah, I don't think. Well, I don't, it depends. Maybe after you leave, I'll might play a little poker at Borgata. I mean, which is, by all accounts, one of the best poker rooms on the East Coast. But uh, yeah. Probably one of the best poker rooms in the country, honestly. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if I went more often, I, it would be something I would definitely do a lot more. And it's a game I find very interesting. But, yeah, I just don't have the time to get the reps in that I really need to do anything with it. I've decided that I don't find it interesting. Really? It's a very interesting <laughs> game. It's a lot of sitting around. You're playing against other people instead of the house. It's just not what I want to go to the casino to do. Hmm. It's one thing if I'm doing if it's like online. You can actually win. even online. I oh. had money in account and I just never played. Yeah, I played a lot in college online. Not a lot, but a medium. Yeah, bit. I played much more when it was in the boom period. Yes, uh, like right around three, yeah. turning twenty-one. Yeah, so I don't know. I just just, just don't have any interest. like you because you really have to sit down for a long time. So that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have the attention span for that. Yeah. Sort of by not to not like to say oh it's some you know personality trait but like i feel like by design in my atlantic city and vegas trips like i don't want to have a long attention span i want to bounce around and do a bunch of stuff so playing you poker don't is have not like the really... right personality for poker either like it's a lot of like it's kind of combative like as a game and that's as we've talked about a lot over the last few episodes not really how you are yeah that's not fun to me no that's not i'm i go to relax i want to relax Poker is not relaxing. Poker is great because it's, it's like it's a... both slow and not relaxing. It is maybe the worst thing. <laughs> it's not the worst thing. It's just a bad combination for my personality. Anyways, yeah. what were you going to say? You love it. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's a great conduit for trash talk. So, yeah, that's some another thing I don't like at all. Mm, it's good. It's good. No one gets tilted in poker like Tucker does. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, uh, so that was my, my one update, I guess, the more pertinent update for everyone, if they want to know. So uh, there was a big meetup at Horseshoe on Saturday, oh, yeah. two days ago. And so I met up with our friend Eric from VC. Uh, Vegas Confessions, for those not oh. aware of the shorthand. Yeah, Tim from The Better Life, uh, our, our friend and Facebook admin, Terry. Uh, Jonathan from the Facebook group, Carl, who you know, so and a whole and a few few more people who I'm sorry I've forgotten your name, but uh, yeah, it was a good night. We just basically hung out at a Pi Gal poker table the entire night, which is just fine with me. It's not tiles, but you know, it's it's still an enjoyable experience. Did Terry and Carl tell you that they met unintentionally at, in? They I think at Caesars they, in they Macy? did say that they were both just coming from <laughs> Atlantic City. Yeah, so uh, Terry tweeted at me saying that he was sitting at a table and Do For a Win came up because, you know, if you're at a table in Atlantic City, right. Do For a Win's of probably going to come up like, at, I would guess, 50. If you're at a table for more than an hour, like 50% of the time, mm-hmm. Do For a Win's going to come up. And it turned out he was sitting next to Carl <laughs> <laughs> at the Pi Gout uh, poker table. So that's funny. So uh, I, I do have a bit of a story about our Pi Gout experience at at the horseshoe though it was with uh, what has to be the worst dealer i've ever had because you were trash talking them and put them on tilt they were just uh this dealer just wasn't very experienced with the game i think and so poker 
let, let me just kind of talk you through some of the mistakes that were happening. So they were missitting their hand all the time. Like just not the house way, you mean? Or you mean actual missetting? No, not missetting, but just, well, I'll get to it. So consistently throughout the entire process, uh, the dealer thought that like when the players had three of a kind and she had a straight, like she was paying the players. I think she thought three of a kind beat a straight. Sweet. Uh, could not calculate commissions at all. I had a $60 bet out the whole time and was paying $2 commission on it. Uh, <laughs> there was times she just did not take down bets that just lost. Like, just left them up. Like, just didn't have a handle on the game at all. Like, not it sounds like a great dealer. Remotely. Uh, well, well. so the thing is, like, it was so bad that, like, I always tip. Every hand, basically, I tip a dollar, no matter what. And I was like, I don't even want to tip because... This is so terrible. But for a player, it was great. And we were actually making a joke. Eric made the joke at your expense that at Harris, you know, they came down and tapped you on the shoulder and they're like, hey, you actually lost that hand. And I said in response to that, I'm like, if that happened, and we were actually at the table and we were having this conversation probably with her there, but (laughs) I was like, if that happened tonight, they would be like into the four digits that they would be asking for from us. And it would take hours just to go through every hand situation. I mean, it was... Commissioned it was, and mispay and stuff. It was horrific job dealing. And, and I'll, like what I think the problem was, so they had the new system where you, like the, where the machine tells you, tells the dealer how to set the high hand. Oh, so it like yeah. tells the dealer how to make the hands. And I think that was like the problem. And like several times she had a, a straight in the well i guess it's the high hand so the machine tells her how to set the low hand which is the two card hand so she had a straight in the high hand that she played as a pair of aces like several times uh and just like didn't have a grasp on like what she was making uh oh she also told me once i made a straight when i just absolutely did not make a straight with my with my high (laughs) hand but i i think the hand setter like it if I were Horseshoe, I would be like, you are not allowed to do that until you try to set the hand yourself. Because she was just completely not paying attention to anything. Just doing exactly what the hand setter told her to do. And, like, so she wasn't even trying to make, like, either hand. And then just wasn't thinking about it. And it's like, you know, an ace and a joker. Like, oh, that's a pair of aces. I have a counter theory. Okay. Which is that horseshoe has the hand setter and thinks any idiot can deal pie yeah, oh I, I agree with that 100 percent too so maybe it's just that she's not even really trained and if, so she's just like use the hand setter what is there to know you know the poker rankings but then she doesn't actually or whoever doesn't like, actually know the, it, the it wasn't poker even rankings. only that but like you know there are cameras right presumably like someone was watching the game at all times like didn't notice <laughs> yeah. like how horrific this was like That's the great. pit was over there several times when she was just like mispaying stuff and like wasn't even paying attention at all just standing at the table absentmindedly that's so weird so that's bizarre it was it was pretty crazy but yeah i mean i'm sure that they believe that like hey anyone can do this cuz this tells them how to set the hand but if I were in charge of the horseshoe, especially after that, like I would make it a rule. And like we had another, like her backup or whatever was like a guy who was obviously new to the game too, but he was trying to set his hand and then use the machine to tell him how to set it. Yeah. And so like he was way better at it. Like if I were running the horseshoe or any casino, I'd be like, you were never, ever, ever allowed to look at that until you've tried to set your hand. Yeah. I mean, just as a way of making sure the person actually understands the game. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. 
So interesting. That's a yeah, wild stuff. I was, you know, at the horseshoe for quite a long time on Saturday night. Got home very, very late, and uh, unfortunately, I actually lo- I lost a couple hundred bucks there, which was shocking considering how, you know, I mean, <laughs> even for me, like you know, I'm not like a crazy high better, but I had multiple bets of a hundred dollars out at a time against her and stuff because of just I'm not an AP, but I'm like. I will never be in a game as good as this for the player ever again in my life. Yeah. So. Did anybody make out like a bandit? Yes. Yes. People. Everyone like but you. Uh, me and Erica both didn't do great, I think, but everyone else was doing very, very well. Well, good stuff. But, you know, sometimes so you don't get the Eric. cards. So. Yeah. Even though I was probably had left a lot of bets up there that shouldn't have been left up there and stuff. It was still. <laughs> Didn't work out in the long run, but it was definitely a good game. Yeah, I'm sad I missed it. I didn't actually end up coming down to Maryland for Thanksgiving this year. We hosted, which was an experience. Oh. Uh, Well, we hosted actually on Saturday, but everything went well. We didn't, you know, horribly undercook the turkey like we did last year, so that was good. I feel like that's, once the bar is set so low, Mm -hmm. it's just like, hey, we didn't even cook the turkey. Once the turkey was cooked, everything else was, everything else was gravy, Kyle. Oh, I see. Oh, all right. Moving on. So Harris is spending $56 million to renovate the Harbor tower rooms, which I have to say need an update. So it's good to hear. And they're naming it the coastal tower because when everyone thinks of the Harbor tower, they of course think of do for a win episode one, where we complain about the showers overflowing. Yeah. Or is that the Marina tower? Either or they're pretty similar, (laughs) but um, this has become a pretty standard for Caesars. I think, I mean, they didn't, rename the Waterview Tower, but it does seem like for the most part uh, when it's one of the really crappy towers that they're updating, they rename it. Like they renamed the, I don't even remember what the Forum Tower was before now. Temple Tower? I believe it was the Temple Tower. Yes, that is correct. Uh, uh, wait, isn't it the Temple Tower now? No, I'm pretty oh, sure it's it the Forum Okay, yeah, then it was, yes, it was definitely <laughs> Temple Tower. Uh, and then, you know, Caesars Vegas did the same thing, renamed the towers. I don't remember what the names were previous or current but yeah so not too surprising good to see them putting money into this although my initial reaction was definitely like those rooms need to be updated but also like you know it really needs to be updated it's just anything at caesars and bally's like please put some money into those properties well i suspect they will not be putting money into bally's but you would think they would do a little something at caesars yeah i'm really surprised i mean i guess well so how was it in the centurion tower room when you were there recently recently ish like, was I mean, it still I, nice, or was it, like, getting a little dated? They're still really nice. They're starting to show a little wear, at least the one I was in, and I think that's not too surprising. Right. Like, the lifespan of hotel rooms without, you know, yeah. refreshing you carpets to, like, and buy new and stuff. furniture yeah. and stuff every once in a while. Just yeah. what has to happen. But, I mean, I still really love those rooms, but... It was no garden tower room that we went in, and it was flooded, <laughs> and then we left. <laughs> yes. No, not that bad. Uh, it was bad. I mean, it's just a little bit, you know, you can see the sort of like frayed edges on furniture and, and carpeting and stuff like that. So well, just a little bit of wear. Yeah. Once again, Caesars is definitely spending money on Harris and not on the other properties, which is not new news here. So no. moving on, uh, resorts, permanent DraftKings sports book is open up in the old Margaritaville space, kind of right outside of uh, Eastwind, right? Yeah. Yeah. The noodle bar. So uh, across from the actual Margaritaville restaurant. Um, I'm not sad to see that Margaritaville space go. I know some people in, I think, the Everything AC Facebook group 
were kind of disappointed about it. I there think was mainly nothing because, up there ever really. Well, I think the the com, the the reason people liked it is that it was a quiet mm-hmm. part of the casino, and you could kind of just go there and, and mostly be left alone. Not a bunch of smokers, not a bunch of well, whatever. You know the the casino that I think about the mo- most is like having an interesting space when you first walk in off the boardwalk. Ocean showboat. Oh yeah, that was great because they had oh, they had that showboat. that little upstairs space because it, it's kind of the same in resorts and showboat. It's like a little space, and then you have to go down a few yeah. stairs to get to like the main floor. But they'd like in showboat they'd have like dancers occasionally, or like you know they had a few tables. Like briefly, the poker room was actually there too. But it was like an interesting little space when you walked in, and like for resorts, I think it's like a totally uninteresting space. So it's probably a good place to put the sports book. Yeah, so they had the House of Blues mm-hmm. like ta- theme tables. House, the entrance to House of Blues right there in the bar. Yep. Yeah, oh, that was a really cool space. Sad. I miss Showboat. I miss Showboat in its actual. I mean, all that signage and stuff is still there when you go, and it's just off. It's yeah, really depressing. True. Like all the neon and whatever. Uh, Which we we didn't. I actually deleted it from the agenda, but I'll still bring it up that the CRDA did approve the plans that the showboat submitted to have apartments. So showboats, hotel rooms are turning into apartments. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. I made my feelings clear last episode. So. <laughs> yeah. We already talked about that. Yep. Um, not, not terribly exciting for us. Nope. Tennessee the, Avenue beer hall. Open. Yeah. So grand opening was on Wednesday. I think the 22nd right before Thanksgiving, right? So first 21st. Yeah. So the day before Thanksgiving, they opened, which I think is a very big drinking day. Yes. Uh, so good day to open a beer hall. Uh, looks cool. I, I'm interested in checking it out. Although I doubt we'll make it over there in December because of our Marina focus, but yeah, we'll have to do it in the spring. Yeah. Especially, you know, if I'm going to be spending time in, Hard Rock, it's very close, very easy. Yeah, unfortunately, next time I, I'm in Atlantic City, it's probably not going to be till like, end of March, early April, I would guess, at the earliest. So Ooh, That feels optimistic, even, after... Uh... A- a- <laughs> April is probably the reasonable bet. That's that's the interesting over-under. Okay. March is, is optimistic. No, yeah, that's, what, a month out from your, yeah. your Macau trip? You got to rebuild your gambling stash at some, you know, at some point. I'm actually doing okay. I've done I've done pretty well in terms of the stash, but in terms of the uh, social stash that I need to build, yes, I need to. Yeah, I, w- I was actually thinking you were going to end up spending your gambling stash on non-gambling things in Macau, but maybe Foolish. you keep those two things no, so no, no, separate. No. That's what credit cards are for. Nice. Gambling stash is my cash. Yes. It's like, I will run up infinite credit card debt, but I will that's not right. touch that's right. my gambling money. Correct. Uh, that's financial advice. We are not financial advisors. Do not <laughs> run up credit card debt. Yes. That's my. That's. Is, I think that's good advice. Eh, so sometimes it's worth it. It depends. Uh, but, uh, that's that's, a, that's for the travel fanboy podcast. <laughs> hey man, you should uh, make get, make sure to take your full match before paying off your credit cards. That's mathematically sound advice, but maybe not psychologically sound. <laughs> yeah. 401k match is a bigger upside than the downside of paying a credit card debt. So interesting. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. It's like hundred percent bonus or 50% bonus yeah, or something. For that 401k. Those credit cards are like 25% interest rate. So don't say you didn't learn anything on the two for win podcast. <laughs> like I said, psychologically it might not be a good idea, but if you are only looking at the math, it's smart. Also 401k is pretty much untouchable in any bankruptcy or anything. So yeah, I mean, you you came here for to hear about the Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall having its grand opening, and but instead suddenly you get financial advice. Yeah, 
By the way, I'm not a financial advisor. Please don't take my advice. We do not have whatever fiduciary responsibilities. I suspect if the court thinks that you're gaming the system by shoving a bunch of money in your 401k, they might not be as willing to let it lie as they would in normal circumstances. Anyway, Atlantic Club maybe is getting sold for the thousandth time, and maybe it will be turned into a hotel without a gaming thing for the thousandth time. Do you have any thoughts on this, or have we heard this all before and... I don't have any thoughts until something happens. Yeah, I mean, TJ on Properties, who owns it, has certainly been through this little song and dance before. Uh, You know, Stockton was the previous people looking into buying it. That didn't happen. Two two indoor water parks before that? Indoor water park plans. This has not been mentioned as any sort of indoor water park. It seems like it's just going to be a cleared sort of situation where it's a hotel. Uh, no casino. I mean, that's a well, hopefully not a showboat situation. <laughs> hopefully they do it up and make it uh, a little nicer than that. But well, Atlantic Club, they have the uh, there's like the deed restriction on it, right? But I would think otherwise, it's just a strange decision to make a hotel in Atlantic City without a casino. Yeah, and I, I actually don't think the location's particularly great. Although maybe with Stockton, with right Stockton, now, maybe yeah, maybe Stockton enough, changes but, that. Yeah, I mean that's the only reason. Ever, I think anyone would stay at a hotel in that location because it yeah. is quite a hike from anything else other than Tropicana. Uh, Advanced Consulting Inc. is a New York-based company that's looking into this purchase. Their CEO, whose name is Jem Lake, uh, said work is being done and we're in heavy negotiations. So we'll see. You know that means nothing is actually done. Done. But uh, a couple A plus names between Jem Lake and the writer of this article, who is Avalon Zappo of the yes. Press of Atlantic City. Um, so I'll link to that article in the show notes. Very good. So I know the real reason that you all are here because you want to hear about October data. Everyone loves the gambling revenue, except probably the all players involved. Every podcast host of do for a win likes talking about the October data. Yes. All the casinos are probably not too happy about the October data. I would say uh, I, I would think not. And do you know what casino is probably the least happy about it? The Orc, the good old Ocean Resort Casino. Uh, I disagree. Uh, you don't think they're the least happy? No, let's get into the numbers and we'll, we'll All right. start. Yeah, you're right. There's another company with three letters that are C and E and T <laughs> <laughs> that are probably the least happy. But Yeah, so I mean, it, it was very similar story to September, really. Like, resort-wide was up 8% year-over-year over October of... 2017 September was up 7.7 percent over September of 2017. So, you know, pretty similar numbers, but that's also not particularly good when you add two new casinos. Um, but so, I guess my question for you is: is is that it? Like, is this what we're going to see? Eight percent is what the, the market yeah. is going to add to it. So, so we're talking about like 15 million dollars more than last year, and Hard Rock and Ocean were. About thirty-five million, a little bit more. So the other casinos were down like twenty-one million or something like that. Yeah. So um, Atlantic City whole as a whole up eight percent on just the total number, but Ocean and Hard Rock are making up eighteen percent of Atlantic City revenue the last two months. So um, kind of tells you right there that there's a significant percentage coming out of everyone else. I know, shocked, sh- shocking. I don't know if you've heard this before, but there was one winner year over year, and it, of course, was the Tropicana, 
which is now, I think, absolutely solidified itself as the number two casino in the market. Uh, Do you think that it helps them that they are so far away away from the other two new ones? Maybe. I don't really think so, though, because you could say all of the casinos in the marina are equally far away from anything because basically everyone would drive to another casino from there. Trap kind of feels like it's – Trap, for one thing, being very, like – self-sustaining like it has a bunch of restaurants and and shopping more shopping than just about anywhere else and in, mm. in the city uh yeah it definitely does i think don't think anywhere else has nearly yeah the there's shopping has a, had shoulders better i think right what else can compare but it's there's not a whole lot of reason to leave and no. it's and it's kind of on its own little unless like, you just need to run out to steal fudge real quick and then come back Right, but you're not you're not going to leave there to go to Bally's, right? Or like even Caesars, I think at this point is not offering that much that Tropicana doesn't have. Yeah. Uh, so Decent gaming, but yeah, other than that. yeah, I mean better gaming, better service on the casino floor, I would say. But doesn't have uh, West Tower, which is always a plus. <laughs> yeah. So interesting that they were up year over year, two percent, kind of crazy. Um, the biggest loser is Harris and Caesars, twenty one percent each. Yeah. Bad. And then ba- bad and then bally's the only other casino down more than 10 percent, and they were down 14.7 so yeah cet just horrifically bad month for I them mean, that's that's how they've been doing since the new casinos opened i mean i think there are three not- casinos have been consistently the three biggest losers over and over and over again yeah i mean the gaps have not been this egregious where it's they are so far removed from everyone else you know, to go from Golden Nugget down 9.8%, Borgata down 8.1%, Resorts down 8.1%, like those numbers are all sort of in the same realm. Trop up and 2%. Then, yeah, but then you jump to Bally's down 14.7 and then 21 for Harrison. That's a huge, huge, huge jump. So kind of crazy. It does not seem good for Caesars, and it makes me a little nervous about the changes that are coming to Caesars with either a new CEO or potentially some sort of takeover bid, but that's putting the cart ahead of the horse or whatever, if that's using that expression, right? (laughs) Probably not something to worry about just yet, but it seems not good. And it's really disappointing how bad Caesars is doing to me because Caesars has always been kind of the the flagship and that doesn't seem to be the case anymore. Uh, It hasn't always been the flagship. I mean, I think Harris is pretty consistently throughout time done better than Caesars, but yeah, maybe just in my mind. So I I will doubt your premise. Yeah, that's probably true. Harris is Harris is definitely the flagship in Atlantic City for for that for them. I mean, I think for a couple of years. Yeah, for as long as we've been following it, it has been. Um. So yeah, it used to be much closer than it is now. For I sure, I don't think so. Yeah, there were months, so like September 2012, $33 million for Caesars, 32 for Harrah's. October of 2012, $26 million for each of them. Like, they were right around each other, and then they just diverged. Right. So starting in 2012, let's look at their annual difference. So it's like $40 million in 2012, right, yeah. $20 million in 2013, $35 million in 2014. Ooh, like 65 million and 15 55 million and 16 40 million and 17 so So harris has always been a pretty solid number two 
I mean, for a long time, I mean, it was the solid number two in the market forever until now that it's Tropicana, I think. I think they've passed that baton on. Yeah. Which, um, so speaking of... Now Caesars is just number two. Companies that, yes, that, that is true. Speaking of companies that wanted to be the solid number two in the market, Hard Rock came in at $23.2 million. What do you think of that number? It's it's real bad. I mean, I don't know. You can't really sugarcoat the numbers for them because they haven't come in anywhere near. I think what we were hoping for. No. I mean, it's not it's not really that much down from hard rock from from September's numbers for hard rock. Yeah, so I, I mean, it's, it's a pretty reasonable number compared to September, but it's I'm sure disappointing compared to what they were thinking. And uh, I think it's they've dropped off a lot harder since the summer than a lot of the other properties, but probably because a lot of the people who came in the summer just wanted to see what it was like, I would guess. Yeah. I mean, it's a, they didn't drop off from September to October as much as the other casinos did, but their drop off from August to September was bigger than most of the other right. casinos. So yeah, I mean, it, it, that first few months sort of buzz that they had, which they had a lot of never really seemed to translate into a ton of revenue. Um, hopefully they're still doing reasonably well. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely not really the numbers we were expecting. Hopefully we're not in for a, a really ugly winter, but, uh, any other thoughts on the data? Well, we should talk a little bit about ocean, right? We yeah, haven't really we, mentioned we need, to, we need to get to it. Thir- 13.0 million dollars. Oh yeah. That's not good. So it's bad. But they're coming down from 14.9 in September and quickly looking at what Revel did. It's actually not – it's actually better than what Revel did I think in their first October. It beat both of Revel's Octobers. Um, Yes, so Revel – in in 2012, Revel had 9.2 million in October. (laughs) Yeah. That's Which meant it actually beat two of the properties in Atlantic yeah. City back then, to the Trump Plaza, which was always just horrific, and Golden Nugget, which was also a horror show back then. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's hard to compare to 2012 and 2013, even though it's like, hey, it's better than, than Revel, and up to this point, Ocean had been losing to its months that, uh, similar months to Revel, so... Uh, yeah, I mean it's better, but 2012 or 2013 were just awful off seasons for everybody. So look at these 2013 surprising. numbers for look at Tropicana had 13.8 million. Look yeah. at, like how the mighty have fallen and how Tropicana's really come back. And it pumped a ton of money into the property. Uh, yeah, I mean Tropicana was in rough shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, November of 2012, I should point out that Revel put up 6.2 million seven months after opening. Mm-hmm. So. I'm fairly confident that Ocean's going to beat that number. <laughs> uh, yeah, if anybody puts up a something with a six in the front of it, they should just close. I think in 2018 in Atlantic City. You think? So yeah. what, what do you what do, what do you think? What's your prediction for like what's usually the softest month like January February? Yeah, probably. Like, what do you think we're in for? We're certainly going to be in for some single digits, right? I don't think that's a guarantee. Oh, I bet I bet we do. You want to bet on it? Uh, I think it's very close to fifty fifty, and if okay. they do, it's going to be in like the high nines. Let's, come on, take 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 no no single digits. I'll I'll put uh, five or ten on it or something. I already owe you a meal at the Hard Rock, which I have not paid up for. Yeah, that's true. So clearly, you can't take anything I say. Oh, face I can still bet you though. 
Yeah, I'll bet just... you. I'll bet you ten bucks. Right. Some we could do. We could bet like a ten dollars sports bet of the other person's choosing. Yeah, or just ten bucks. But either way, whatever we can do that. Ten dollar can... hard way. Ten dollar <laughs> bet. Someone, one of us, the winner will get a ten dollar Orioles to win the twenty nineteen World Series. Oh yeah, it's a big number. That that would be a lot of money. That ten dollars would become a lot, given that I think the over under for our wins is probably going to be like fifty next year. Yeah. So we won't be this bet won't be settled. So just ten bucks. We'll figure out if it's a bet or if it's just straight up ten bucks. But mm. uh, so so what's it's not going to be settled the... until at least like two weeks when the November numbers come out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying no single digits for any casino. Yep. Through, uh, through, through like Mar- March next, or whatever. I mean, basically April. next summer. Effectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. If it, I mean, if we get to if we get to April, it's not going to happen. It, yeah, if so, it's, once April is like once we get to April, it's past the danger zone. I think. Yeah. So okay, January, Sounds February, good. March definitely still has some opportunity for it to happen, though. I think I think this is a good bet for me. I think I'm I'm a heavy favorite. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. I'm optimistic. Yeah, we'll see. I think, I mean, so resorts put up an $11.5 million month in January of this year. And they're down uh, 10% from last year. So eh, maybe not. Maybe that, that'd be like 10.4. We'll see. It's going to be, it's going to be close. If anyone does it, I think it's going to be ocean. Yeah, I agree with that. And they're still falling precipitously. So they'll be fine. Go team. <laughs> I know how much research you did on the quarterly profit. Yeah, so I said, I, I opened it up. I, I'm like, oh, I'll really dig into these numbers. I open up ballets and I'm just like, nah, I don't care about this. I, I look at the profit numbers at the end of the year and I, we have a uh, section in my spreadsheet where I can look at that, but I just don't really care that much quarter to quarter. Though, I mean, if you want to talk about what was written about it, uh, basically it's that revenue numbers were up, which we see, of course, they're up. 8% from last year, which we just talked about, but the profits are down, which is not surprising at all with two extra casinos. Yeah. So profits down 15.3% from uh, Q3 of 2017. So that's July, August and September. Um, the big summer months. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you said, revenue increased by 17.8%. So, mm-hmm. you know, the revenue increase. That's interesting. So the gaming revenue, just to look at it was up, 12.8%, although that does not include online, but uh, it sounds like it, at least, you know, the hotel rooms, food, and other options are performing, like, overperforming by a little bit compared to last year. Yeah, so that's that's good to see, because I think that's something we've talked about really since the start of the podcast, that AC has always been incredibly gambling revenue focused. So, you know, I don't know how much of this is made up of just... Hotel rooms are more expensive, basically, across the industry. So you're getting some from that. But I expect there's also, you know, I think the restaurants in AC in general are getting more exciting uh, across the casinos. So, you know, Hard Rock obviously brings in a bunch of new stuff, a bunch of concerts and everything. But um, the 17.8% at first, I was like, well, that's that's great. You know, 17.8% is a big increase in revenue. So it's just a matter of figuring out how to maximize profit from that and like, and over the long term, you know, so like over a quarter, it's not even that big a deal, right. To not have, if your revenue's up, like you gotta be happier with that than (laughs) the profit change. So, 
the issue is that in the same in the same quarter in 2017, there were 900 and or 781.2 million dollars uh, in 2017. So that was 111.6 million dollars per casino. Uh, this year it was 102.2 million dollars per casino. So it's actually nine million dollars less per casino, and that doesn't take into the fact into account the fact that the two new casinos are much bigger than like resorts and golden nugget who are mm. were on the market at that time. So, I mean, they're much bigger in room quantity, square footage, et cetera. I mean, our bigger than those casinos in terms of profitability, but, or in terms of numbers, but ocean isn't really, I'd say if you take any like random two like a sampling of two casinos, it's going to be about the same as hard rock and ocean put together. Unless yeah. you, happen to get Borgata as one of those casinos, in which case it dwarfs it. But. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't really know what to make of these numbers other than I think it was probably the headline was basically like, ooh, resort-wide profits down. But I, I my takeaway was not as down on it as that was. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think revenues being up is because of more casinos and profitability down is because of more casinos. I mean, I think that's kind of straightforward. It's a good point. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Yep. Anything to add before we end? No, I think we can just close this one up. Um, if you want to join us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at a Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash do for a win. You can find all of our great content at do for a win.com. <laughs> if you're trying to find our podcast, you've done a good job. You can reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or send them emails at do for a win at gmail.com. Do you have any last thoughts, Craig? So how soon after the, the conversion are you going to buy one of the apartments at the show boat? Uh, oh, is it actually apartments or are they going to be condos? And it's going to be apartments, right? Oh, are they actually going to rent them out? Are they going to hire a management company? I guess no. we don't know about all that. I don't know. Uh, what good firm content of just knowing exactly what we're talking about to end the show on? That's what the people want. Yep. Don't worry. No one's listening at this point. <laughs> uh, boy. You're just fast-forwarding to see whatever clever thing we say after the uh, music. There's going to be nothing. Da, 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 da. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. All right, have a good one. We'll talk to you guys in a few weeks. You know, better than any Patreon is actually just doing the doing podcast at work while on the clock at work. Yes.